Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, for immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. Hey, this is Lois Griffin, and you are listening to the Mark Aram Show. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Welcome back to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 11.07, after 11. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang's all here. Low T Chucks, uh, Buckskin Chuck is screening the calls. Your parents still in town? Sure, yeah. No. Are they? No. Oh, all right. Low T Chuck is screening the calls. See how we? I adjusted the show just to protect your image for your folks by I don't think calling you buckskin. Yeah, I don't think that works. You can continue if you want. No, though, no, out of the kindness no. of your heart. Whenever you're, whenever you have friends or family in family town, in, all right, or they might be listening on the get internet. Some more friends and family. Yeah. <laughs> We will call you Buckskin Chuck, but in the meantime, you are low T Chuck. <laughs> Longoria is always Longoria unless El Chapo gets back in the news again. Yeah. Programming note coming up this week, I have reaffirmed uh, an interview with Bunchy from Ray Donovan, which is one of the best awesome. shows on television. And guess who's coming back for a repeat performance? Lancel Lannister. Nice. Really? Yes. He's got, I think, Maybe tomorrow or Thursday uh, from Game of Thrones. He appeared in the Mark Aram show, then he got killed off the show. And now he's going to come back and yell at Excellent. me. So we got uh, two fun interviews coming up this week. What is not fun is what's going on in Istanbul, a terror attack in Turkey. If you're like me, I slept the whole day today. I usually wake up at 5 p.m. Today I woke up at 8.30 p.m. And I woke up to the breaking news, uh, the Istanbul airport attack, 36 dead, 147 wounded. It looks like this is an ISIS, an ISIS terror attack, um, just an awful story. ISIS continues to just do damage across Europe, uh, actually around the world. I mean, they, they, they know no bounds. And the, the difference between ISIS and the other terrorist uh, networks that we've been dealing with in my lifetime is that there's no political agenda here. Al-Qaeda wants uh, the West out of the Arabian Peninsula, and they want them out of Saudi Arabia. And the PLO wants the Palestinians to be free. And there's there's always a political reasoning. There's always been a political reasoning for these terror attacks. And now we have ISIS, and there's no, there's no politics here. It's you're a non-believer. We are going to kill you. Uh, in case you uh, missed everything, uh, let's get an update. You want to do this, Longoria? An update from CBS News? I'm ready. All right, CBS Radio News Special Report. 
CBS News special report. Turkey's government blames ISIS but cannot be sure the three men who blew themselves up after firing automatic rifles at people in the Istanbul airport have not yet been identified. CBS's Holly Williams in Istanbul. Turkish officials are blaming ISIS for this attack, but as far as we know, no official claim of responsibility from that group. Turkey's Prime Minister put the death toll at 36, with 147 wounded, including at least one American. CBS News correspondent Jeff Pegues checked with security officials in Washington. U.S. officials are working with uh, Turkish uh, counterparts to gather as much information as possible. They have to see who's behind this before they determine what next steps to take at U.S. airports. New York and Miami say they've increased their police presence at airports. Our transportation correspondent, Chris Van Cleve. The 4th of July travel weekend is often the busiest of the summer season. So airports like LAX have already stepped up their police presence, already gone to a very heavy deployment of motorcycle officers, of canines, as well as officers on foot. The presidential candidates are reacting. Donald Trump in Ohio. There's something going on that's really really bad all right it's bad and we better get smart and we better get tough hillary clinton released a statement saying america faced with threats needs deeper cooperation with allies and partners cbs news special report i'm dan ravine your thoughts on the terror attack the latest terror attack this one at the istanbul airport 404-872-0750 wsb talk and I, we're also discussing um medieval battles I watched I watched Gladiator <laughs> last night, and I'm glad I'm not alone on this, Chuck. I watched the movie Gladiator last night. Great movie. Great opening battle scene. Um, and I just couldn't, I couldn't even imagine being a part of that or the no. Game of Thrones battle where it's hand-to-hand, you have swords, and it's just brutal. Like Absolutely brutal. Just use elephants? Yes, you exactly. Horse, I was just thinking about in the break. You think a horse is bad? Ooh, you elephant elephants coming charging at you? Insane. Couldn't no. do it. I would rather be a gladiator fighting one on one in the arena, absolutely, than in a massive battlefield. Yeah, like well, you I had s- a PBS special on that. On oh, the, really? On the gladiators fighting in there. I Coliseum. would. I mean, I'd still die, obviously, in the in the <laughs> arena. <laughs> yeah, but that would be less scary to me than yes. a massive battle where you just have to keep everything in front. You just keep exactly. It, you know what I mean, you won't get stabbed in the back. Yeah. Apparently, gladiators had really good health, like. Insurance, like yeah, <laughs> for them to take care of them because they were so prized. Obamacare, yeah, they like gave them certain things that they wouldn't give like the common people. Really mm-hmm. interesting. All right, yeah. Longoria bringing some info. Yeah, PBS four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB talk. Your thoughts on the latest terror attack in Istanbul, and what would you want to be in a medieval army? Uh, I'd want to be the cook. Longoria, what do you want to be? Hmm. <laughs> Stable boy. You take care of the the, yeah, yeah. the horses. I'll take care of the horses. Low T. What did, what did you want? If to be? I legitimately had to pick something, I'd probably want to be uh, in the cavalry. I could be a landscaper on the horse. Yeah, I'd much rather be All in right. that. Fair enough. I don't want to be an infantry. <laughs> take care guy. of the land. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty is the number. Jerry is in Jefferson. Jerry, you are on the Mark Aram show. How are you, sir? Hi, Mark. Hey, How Jerry. are you? Excellent. What's going on? Well, um. You know, I have to tell you, your boys all right there. You guys all have the nicest voices. Oh, thank you, Jerry. I mean, you're all very comforting to me. Well, we're we're we consider you part of our our friends. You know, you're 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 on our, you're in our inner circle. Yeah. Oh, I love you. I love you too, Jerry. I love you. I tell you. Um, what I wanted to say was, uh, 
I couldn't get through Monday night. And everybody was talking about the movies, and it was a um, Charles Bronson. They couldn't figure who the, his, his wife, wife was. His wife was, yes. Her name is Jill Ireland. Jill Ireland? Yeah. Okay. Well, she's gone now. Oh, is thing. she? And also now the other thing with these all these horrible killings. Mm-hmm. Look at them as demons running around in flesh. Demons personified, yeah. That's right. Yeah. What do you think we should do? Well, you have to be wise. You have to know your enemy. I really do believe that. You have to know your enemy. Mm-hmm. And they are certainly our enemy. Yeah, there's no question about it. And and it's not... It's an enemy unlike we've ever seen, Jerry. We've never Absolutely. seen anything like this, and it, they're just brutal. And it's they, yeah, it's yeah, just. They it, are. Let me ask you a, a non a serious question. Mm-hmm. If I was going to take uh, Longori and Loti out to dinner in Jefferson, where where's the best spot to go? What's a good restaurant up there? I know it's an Italian. I've only been here a couple years. Um, my husband died, and Aww. I came here with my husband, my my son. Yeah. Um. I don't really know. There, I know there's an Italian place that they would get. I used to be an Italian cook. Mm-hmm. And what was your what was your dish, your main dish that you could make, the best thing? Lasagna, homemade Ooh. sauce right from the scratch, meatballs. That's, lasagna's a tough thing to make. That's a very labor-intensive meal right there. It is. Because you've got to cook the, the noodles, and then you got to layer them, mm-hmm. and then you got to bake it. And you said you made the homemade sauce, too, so that's another step. Yes, I did. Yeah. I worked for Matthew's Pizza up in Highland Town, Baltimore, uh, Baltimore City, mm-hmm. and um, they started out in 1943, and they're still there. Wow. All right. So if we go to Baltimore, we're going to Matthew's Pizza. <laughs> Jerry, thank you so much for listening, and thanks for calling, buddy. Listen, God bless all of you. I love all of you. Love you, too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, so sweet. So there's an Italian restaurant in Jefferson. If we're ever doing a remote in Jefferson, oh, yeah. we'll do it at the Italian restaurant. We need to. That sounds good. Randall's in Sharpsburg. I know there's good restaurants in Sharpsburg. What's going on, Randall? Not a whole lot, man. I was just uh, calling. I heard you talking about the uh, the horribleness that it is to uh, be in a hand combat, like you know Braveheart and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what do you think would be worse, like the Saving Private Ryan first scene or the the Braveheart? Scene. You know, would you be, would you be more or less? Which would you prefer? <laughs> I think the Saving Private Ryan scene. I really, as, I was as just gonna say, I, I, I think, yeah, as right. brutal as that is. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the most intense movie yeah. scenes I've ever seen. In Absolutely, my life until, you know, up until recently, you know. I mean, but yeah, yeah, I, I think I, I'd probably agree with you, man. You know, I'd rather be. I guess shot and stabbed and brutalized. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, that sounds weird, but yeah, it does. The, there's just something so um, personal about you know. And you mentioned the Braveheart. That's a good call too. The Braveheart battle scenes right oh, up yeah, there. Well, with and, and I just watched and I just watched the Game of Thrones thing from last night or the other night, man. And wow, that was that was right on top of the brutalness as well. But I think you're right. I, you know, I, I just want to make sure that I, that I was in agreement with someone. First off, I listen to you all the time, man. Love your show. Thanks, Brian. Great show. Wonderful, wonderful. And we're talking about movies on a Tuesday, which is weird. But. That is weird. It's just because yeah. I went home last night, and it's so... I forget 
that like I will search out for a movie. So I probably like three months ago, I probably said, all right, Xfinity DVR next time gladiators on record it for me. And yeah. I came home and it was recorded. I was like, Oh snap gladiator. Let me watch this. So I watched <laughs> it before I went to bed last night and uh, God, that's such a, the beginning of that scene is just, it, 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 I mean, it's, it's unfathomable that, I mean, it, now it's, it, it is a movie, but that's pretty close to real life. I mean, it has, it would have to be. Don't yeah, you agree? exactly. Exactly. Uh, I'm trying to think, uh, there were so many battles in Braveheart too. I'm glad you brought up Braveheart. That yeah. was, now that was later in time. Braveheart happened later than, um, Gladiator. So historically Gladiator happened first and then Braveheart happened after, but it seemed that the, the Braveheart army was less uh, <laughs> equipped. Do you, think do you think it got less brutal or more brutal through time? I'd, I'd have to say the, the brutality rose to a certain point, and then, you know, with the advent of guns. So if you go to, like, um, you know, the 17th century, 16, or 18th century, when we started fighting with muskets, yeah, um, that... that is probably le le much less brutal than what we saw. Well, in, see, those, in those guys, they, they were fighting. They had muskets, but they were still slaughtering one another. You know, sure. Those muskets were like well, they would just you know, rudimentary. They know? would just stand there in line waiting to get shot. You know, the musket warfare. It was like, all right, we're we're gonna fight this civilly. We're just gonna march, shoot, march, shoot. Crazy. Yeah, but I as as bad as the opening scene to. Saving Private Ryan was. I'd prefer that than a Braveheart gladiator kind of battle. All right, we're going to come back. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram. I think we really got something here. What do we got? An idea. What idea? An idea for the show. I still don't know what the idea is. It's about nothing. Welcome back to the show, 1125, 72 degrees on Peachtree Street, back to the phones. Rowdy's in Norcross. Rowdy, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Good evening, guys. Always a pleasure. What's Thanks up, buddy? Hey, uh, so I don't remember what movie it was, but there was a scene in uh, one of the medieval war battle movies where they, like, dumped gas or something on the field the night before, and when the army marched out, they just shot a flaming arrow and lit the entire army on fire. I always thought that was a great idea. That, I think that's been in a couple movies. That that's been. Uh, I've always loved that one. Yeah, that, I mean, you got to outsmart. Well, especially when you're outmanned, you got to outsmart the folks. Yeah, uh, and then in terms of you know the different styles of warfare, you know, back in the day, you could train your entire life hand to hand combat and master it and have pretty good chances on the battlefield. Whereas if you're Russian. Uh, the banks on D-Day, any idiot can fire a automatic sure. gun. You get hit by some stray bullet. The, I, uh, the only I problem is, though, if, 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 you know, say you're trained hand-to-hand -hand combat your whole life and you're the best uh, ever, okay? If you're in a massive melee battle, th what's to stop someone coming up from behind you while you're in hand-to-hand -hand combat and just knifing you in the back and, and killing you that way? That would be my biggest fear. What do you mean? You'd have to have, you know, eyes on the back of your like head. Like the little kid in Game of Thrones? Like the little kid in Game of Thrones. Just, pshaw. see you, Lancel. Uh, Lewis is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Lewis. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, buddy? Hey, uh, the only thing about three months to snuff out the ISIS issue, uh, we, we got enough intelligence and all to get this knocked out, and I'm really interested to see, you know, this could be a new tactic they're using by not saying that it's them. 
uh, doing these attacks and just not announcing it. They used to cheer up and down when they would attack us here and there, but now they're not saying anything. What do, what do you think that tactic is, the benefit of not taking credit? I think not taking credit means that then now they're, they're going to try to catch us off our game and not announce it as much because that way they can focus on the next attack. Hmm. Uh, if they're quiet, then that means uh, you know they can, they can plan out better. But I know we, we could have had this done within a year. We could, we could have taken, taken them out within a year. The, the only problem is, is if we go in ground level, and I, 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 there's no question we could crush them on the ground. The cells that would pop up, the ISIS-inspired cells that would uh, continue to pop up around the world, we'd still have to battle them. <sighs> it's a crazy world we live in. 404-872-0750. News, weather, traffic. Johnny Kilbasa next. This is The Mark Aaron Show. I'm WSB's Herman Cain, and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. Hi, this is Rob Reiner, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. He packed in the animals two by two, ox, camel, and a kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight, I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the dust, Jeff and him, tell me about the master play. Oh, my love, love. Welcome back to the show, 1136, 24 in front of midnight. Mark Aaron with you till 12 every Monday through Friday on News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, Lotis here, Longoria's here, I'm here, Alewine's here. Speaking of Rob Reiner, who just uh, brought us back, um, his dad's best friend, his dad's Carl Reiner, his dad's best friend is Mel Brooks. Today's Mel Brooks' 90th birthday. So it is. That's, a, that's an interview I'd love to get. Mel freaking Brooks. That would be amazing. We're running out of time, my friends. We need to make that happen. Yeah. Make some calls. I tweeted at him today. I got no response. Yeah. Do I... you think he tweets? I mean, he's 90 years old. I mean, he's on Twitter and he does. Tweets some. I don't know if he does it, but mm-hmm. someone's tweeting for him. But that would be cool to get him With on one the of phone. those big old people phones. Exactly. Four foot lettering. <laughs> Good thing it's only 140. What'd you characters. get at Sears? <laughs> Love Sears. It's a Sears good store. Good. That was the first credit card I ever got was a Sears, Sears card. Sears card? Yeah. It's the first place I would ever even think about giving me a credit card. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> So I, when I, I was think, in college, I, I got a Sears like, card. It was like $350. I got free, and I only did it. I was in college. <laughs> it's so funny. I was in college, and I go to the Poughkeepsie Mall. Of course. And they're uh, outside of Sears. Hey, sign up for a Sears card. You get a free set of tumbler glasses, <laughs> like six glasses. <laughs> and I was with my buddy Raven. I'm like, we need some glasses at the house, you know. I was like, those are nice glasses, like scotch glasses. All right, let's, yeah. let's sign up for this. So that was the first credit card I got, and it had like $500 limit. Yeah, mine was like $350, yeah. $500. It was really low. But I used to buy clothes there. Oh, yeah. I bought a lot of Sears clothes. Yeah. I was poor. I had to exactly. clothe myself somehow. That was the first credit card. What's the first credit card you got, Longoria? Do you have one yet? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Did your I wife do. give you one? Uh, I do. Uh, I think my first one was a Discover card. Discover card. I've yeah. never owned a Discover card. Off of my grandparents. I mean, their account, but yeah. I have my own card on it. At one point, I had 15 credit cards. 
Good night. Because I had to, uh, once right, my parents- one step ahead. Once my parents cut me off on college, <laughs> I told this story. Yeah. The yeah. last two years of school, I had to pay for my own. So I took out 15 credit cards, charged two years of tuition on those 15 credit cards. And then- uh, You never once in the back of your head thought, this probably isn't a good idea. No, well, I had to graduate. <laughs> no, <laughs> I had to graduate. I mean, have you paid it back? Oh yeah, that that was you know a crowning achievement. the The fight to pay down forty thousand plus dollars in credit card debt. Oof. Yeah, Leslie's still paying hers. Yeah, that was a great day. We're in debt when I that. when I paid down my my paid off my credit cards. That was a monumental day in the history of Mark Aram, former Division One athlete. That and getting the free six tumbler glasses. <laughs> yeah, at least you got something out <laughs> of yeah, it. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> anyway, uh, back to the uh, matters at hand. The uh, breaking news out of Istanbul. The, another terror attack. This one, we believe ISIS, 37 dead, 146 wounded, I believe, is the last count. We're discussing that and um, medieval battles. Just the brutality of a medieval <laughs> battle scene. I don't even know how we got there. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Ian is in Atlanta. Ian, welcome to the program. Ian? Everybody clap your hands. I gave him a chance. I think I might have been mispronouncing his name. No, that was it. Because that spelling was good? Yeah. Ian? Mm-hmm. All right. I you promise. Know, Chuck had a guy named Tone yesterday. No, Tam. 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 I, like, I think uh, something happened with the call screen. This guy is right. <laughs> Bill's in Buckhead. There's a name I can pronounce. Billy, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? How's everybody? Excellent. What's going on? Uh, referring, uh, there was an actor, uh, an African American actor named Robert Townsend. Uh, he hadn't done much lately, but he financed a movie on 21 credit cards. That he Did had. he really? I remember. Yeah, I've heard that story. I remember days. Robert Townsend in um, The Five Heartbeats, which is a great, okay, great movie. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, yeah, I guess he's basically retired these days. Uh, I don't have much to offer on the, the battle thing, although Mel Gibson, boy, he's. And, and you haven't even mentioned the Patriot. He has a special way of putting those things together those battle scenes he is he is a remarkable director um when it comes to uh war movies for sure and i do remember hearing that uh he used the team behind uh, from saving private ryan to to do coordinate something along those lines in some of his movies but let me mention what happened in turkey today i uh uh, I don't know if I've, I've alluded to the fact that I'm a musician and I play the drums. Uh, in 2004, I, uh, along with a couple of partners, invested. We, we bought a cymbal business, which cymbal, C-Y-M-B-A-L, which, you know, drummers sure. play, and, uh, in Turkey. And that's the birthplace of that, uh, of that going back to the 1600s. Uh, and... Uh, so today's news, or when did it happen? Actually, yesterday or the the Istanbul the, attack? <laughs> the, the attack at the airport. I've flown into that. Airport. It happened. It happened. Well, this afternoon, our time. So it'd be this evening. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that hits home, and my business partner and friend, we, we've sold the company a couple of years ago, so uh, uh, flew in there two or three times a year. So. Yeah, it's Thanks a pretty, a pretty like nice airport. Incidents. Yeah, and again, the, 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 that's the oh. underbelly, and they they have uh, fixed this in Israel, where there is no soft underbelly to the airport. 
There's no soft underbelly anywhere No, there. before you can get on airport property, you're searched. Then you get into the lobby and you're searched. Oh, then yeah. you got to go through security and you're so. But here, like if you go to Hartsfield, there's there's no security at, at baggage claim or ticketing or. We're just driving up. You got we get. You know what we need to do? We need to arm the freaking sky caps. The dudes that take your luggage at the curb. Oh, there you go. Give those. They're the first ones. Exactly. Season, give each of those dudes AK-47s. We'll see I'm what happens. I am totally good with that. You trust those guys with our, your bags, you might as well trust them with AK-47s. And they can do wonders. I, I can't tell you how many times I've got them to a ticket agent and couldn't get done what I needed to get done, and I went back out and talked to one of those, those guys. Those guys are awesome. And they get on the computer, and they're blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, here's 20 bucks. Tip the crap out of those guys. I, I, exactly they, right. They're amazing. Yeah. I, I, in fact, I go to them most of the time. I don't even go into oh, the yeah, page. Absolutely. I just go right up to them, tell them what I need. It gets done. And some of them make really good money. I would hope so. Because, you know, I'm, I'm like you, 20 bucks. 20, yeah. And they immediately. 20 bucks. They If you tip a uh, Skycap 20 bucks, they'll put priority stickers on your baggage, yep. like your VIP. It's the closest we'll ever get to be being VIP. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Is getting the priority <laughs> sticker <laughs> on our luggage. 404-872-0750, wsb Talk. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight, we do not want to know, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the taking. I'm covered with cheese. I am to please. And Low T. Chuck told me... To go to the Italian restaurant in Jefferson for a remote. <laughs> I showed up and nobody was there, man. I don't know what the heck was going on. Not yet, sir. Not yet. We got we got to align the stars for that to happen. Yeah, at least we got a friend out there. Exactly. She's like a nice lady. Hello so listen, to you. Lance O'Lannister is coming back on the Mark Aram show. Wow, he couldn't get enough. He couldn't get it. Well, I think he's blaming me for the death of his character. Um, Post mortem. But yeah, let's see. When is he going to be on? I want to give you the proper notification. What, is he doing stand-up in Alpharetta or something? No. <laughs> He'll be on. I'm interviewing him uh, tomorrow at, let's see what time. I don't know. 9.40 a.m., I think. So huh. Lance Lannister tomorrow, 9.40 a.m. Um, we'll, oh, no. He just got moved. It's now Thursday, June 30th. So this Thursday, I'll be interviewing him at 9.40 a.m. Anything? If you have any questions for him, Johnny, email me, all right? Yeah, I, I want to know. I want to know what it was like to be around all that wildfire. If he was scared, it looked like absinthe. It was like pools of yeah. pools of absinthe. absinthe. Yes, <laughs> indeed. All right, uh, we'll do Game of Thrones later. But uh, what do we got on the menu right now? Yeah, buddy? please thank him and tell him that you know made my life. We'll do absolutely. Yeah. Hey, so so we talked about uh, mac and Cheetos last week, and it finally came out Monday, and I went and tried some. Did you guys try it? I have not yet. I didn't know they were available in uh, the Atlanta area yet. Okay. I will get them tomorrow. It started Monday. Or Thursday. And I bring it Thursday. Go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, you know, you kind of, uh, you know, I, I kind of felt, uh, you know, you look for this kind of something you don't know if you want to do or not, and then you finally do it, and uh, I kind of felt dirty and guilty after I ate one or two. Really? Or yeah. It's, uh, it's really, it's weird, I have to say. You know, Cheetos are great. And I, and I thought that the great thing about Cheetos was just the taste and that mystery powder that they put on it. But the thing that I realized is great about Cheetos, it's actually the, the crunch, that, that poof knuckle that you get with every <laughs> Cheeto that you can really 
scrunch into, and it makes the sound, and you get the feeling on your teeth. Well, with these Mac and Cheeto turds, you just get you, you get this hint of Cheeto, and then you get a gushy little chunk of Mac and cheese. Yeah, and uh, it's they don't some, they don't pair well together, is what you're saying. No, it's it, 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 it's okay, but it's like. I guess the essence of the Cheeto is gone. Yeah, it, it's kind of like a. Well, the, the, I think for me, the, uh, the the biggest greatest part of a Cheeto is you know the crunch and then the dissolving in your mouth. Right. You know, because you you crunch that thing and then it just then it just turns to cheese paste in your mouth. Yeah, and this is kind of like I mean, if if they wouldn't have told you that that has Cheeto on it, you really wouldn't know. Because it doesn't have the powdery yellow powder on it. Sure. It just looks like this weird nugget type of thing. <laughs> and and you don't get the crunch. So, I mean, it, you do get a, a flavor of Cheeto, but then you just have macaroni and cheese in there. You don't get enough macaroni and cheese for the full creaminess effect of the mac and cheese. How you know, is how Cheeto. is the mac and cheese, though, Johnny? Is it decent? Yeah, it's not bad. It's not like... Uh, a cheap mac and cheese that you'd get oven baked or out of a vending machine mm-hmm. or anything like that. It's, it's really it's pretty good. It's it's creamy enough, but uh, it's just not. I don't know. It's not cheetoey enough, and it's not mac and cheesy enough. It's somewhere in the middle. All right. Well, I'll bring him in on Thursday. We'll try it, and then we'll do uh, before your fast food review. We'll have the fellows give their uh, take on it. Let me real quick before we go. Longoria yesterday came in, and you heated up. Uh, what were you eating yesterday, Longoria? It was a DiGiorno's pizza. A DiGiorno's pizza. Microwavable, though, yeah, right? Yeah, little personal ones. It smelled so amazingly good, Johnny K. <clears throat> a homework assignment. I want you, and, the, you know, no t- no time crunch on this. Come sure. up, because this is, this is part of your, you know, your genre. Top 10 yeah. frozen dinners on the market today. Okay, and that include yeah. anything that you buy in the freezer section at Publix that you can do at work and eat for dinner. I want I want Johnny Cabasa's top ten frozen dinners because that that pizza smelled so amazing. It didn't smell like a you know microwave pizza usually smells like oh, yeah. like yeah low tea. But <laughs> right, right. That, that smelled. <laughs> that's did you smell it yesterday low tea? It was delightful. What did you, you put on it? Well, there was pepperoni. What else? Yeah, was it was uh, it was the works one. I mean, it was the pepperoni, um, you know, green peppers. And I go, peppers. I go, Longoria. How did you figure out? He's like, Well, I bought it for my daughter, but it looked good, and so I ate it. Yeah, because <laughs> I started buying her like the cheese pizzas, and then yeah. I noticed that they had like other ones that you know, adult pizzas. Because <laughs> I don't think cheese pizzas. Are, I are I have never pizza. smelled a yep. microwave pizza that delicious before in my life. So a homework wow. assignment, no rush, uh, but eventually I want a top ten frozen dinners uh, per Johnny Kilbasa. Oh, I can't wait! All right, can't wait. Yeah, I will. I will get right on that, sir. I will send you. Uh, I will send you the re- requisite uh, funds to uh, take care of that, so you can get yeah, out there. Yeah, the, the the Western Union right next to the Walmart. That's the one I go to. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. All right, Johnny K. We appreciate you as always, and let's roll tide, baby. So am I. Follow me on Twitter, Johnny Kabasa. Check out my podcast on JohnnyKabasa.com, baby. What's the latest episode of uh, the podcast? Episode 7 up, talking about being a Cleveland fan, talking about Game of Thrones minutes on there, It's uh, and talking about Lance Lannister. All right, cool. fantastic. JohnnyKilbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh.
We'll be right back. Uh, 404-872-0750. Vince, hang tight. You'll be next. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Final segment of the show. Uh, the very latest on the terror attack tomorrow morning in Atlanta's morning news with Scott Slade and updates through the overnight hours with our buddy and yours, Mark Aylwine. Vince joins us on the program. What's going on, Vince? Hey, guys. Uh, you were talking about the Atlanta Hartsfield-Jackson a while ago. Um, if you remember, like, five months ago, because the governor changed the law, you had every, and they still do, bring guns all over the place before you hit security? Yes. And you had a guy walking around with an AK-47 open carry. Yes, I remember. So, I mean, how can Atlanta do anything? Well, I think you need, and I think it's just, I don't think it's just Atlanta. I think it's all uh, airports in the United States. There has to be increased security inside the terminal or inside the uh, the, the first entrance to the uh, airport where baggage claim and ticketing is. Um, I, I think we need increased security there. There's no question about it. I hope so, but the way it's going now, it doesn't look good. No, but I remember post 9-11. If you went to the airport, you know, a month after 9-11, whoa, sorry, Vince, um, there was there were army dudes in there with, with guns. Like, it was legit. We need that again. Or just get the Skycaps guns. I'm, I'm totally okay with the Skycaps. Yeah, I'm good with them. Have an AK-47. Star of the show. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? Jeez Louise. I don't know. Any suggestions, guys? We all really didn't do anything. Longo, you got anything? Me? You want to take it? <laughs> I'll take you it. You recorded a spot for me. I, I did, I did. That's the least, I mean. It's the most anybody did today. I, I overslept. Yeah. Chuck, it's up to you. Do we give it to this guy? Sure. All right, Longoria. The, the least deserved star of the show <laughs> in the history of stars well, of the show. I don't know about that. Um, all right, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB, Instagram Mark Aram. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Pretty baby. You and me and the devil makes three. Don't need no other loving baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.